Hello and welcome to the Rewind Movie Podcast. It's Gally here, wishing you a happy July the 4th to you fair Spanish ladies. And also to inform you that this is a very special episode. In fact, it's our first ever drink-along episode, or sink and drink, or audio commentary involving alcohol. Whatever you want to call it. We've decided to call it Jaws, colon, we drink to our legs. Yes, that's right. We're going to be doing a drink-along episode, or audio commentary with alcohol, for the movie Jaws, directed by Steven Spielberg. So, if you'd like to join us and board the orca for a sozzled 4th of July, then sail over to rewindmoviecast.com. I'll say that again, because my head's a bit fuzzy too. Rewindmoviecast.com for the drinking game rules featuring a selection of five playable levels. Once you've done that, queue up your personal copy of Jaws and wait for one of my esteemed colleagues to tell you to press play. Enjoy, everyone. Rewind Movie Podcast. Hi, Gally, Devlin, Patrick, and Matt. I am so happy to be with you on your journey, the Jaws 4th of July. I love that you're going to watch this. I love that you guys love this movie. I looked up your podcast and I love that you guys love film that much. And what a bond. You've been together since you were young film enthusiasts, students and whatever. So I hope you enjoy this film. I like making this for you. And uh, I will... uh, Keep an eye on the podcast because I see that you, I don't think you've done Jaws or Jaws 2, have you? And it's not listed in the website. All right. Happy 4th of July, you guys. And don't pet any skunks. Bye, guys. Dev, Dev, Devlin, Patrick, Matt, Gailey. Matt said you guys have a drinking game party the 4th of July on Jaws. Uh, this is Jeff Boris here on Martha's Vineyard. I'm dead. Uh, this is the dead Alex Kinder here on Martha's Vineyard, Amity Island. Time to have a jawsome, oh, a jawsome 4th of July drinking game party from the dead Alex Kinder here on Martha's Vineyard, Amity Island. Have a jawsome 4th of July. Hello and welcome to the Rewind Movie Podcast. That was my best galley impression. We're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> It's Devlin in London. Let Polly do the printing. It's Patrick in London. I don't want to see that Kintner boy spill out all over the dock. It's Matt <laughs> in South Korea. Uh, welcome back to the show, everyone. Uh, nice to see you both. Uh, we're back on Amity Island. Uh, Matt, why are we back on Amity Island? This is kind of like a companion piece to what we did in the previous episode. It's a good time now to visit our blog, I suppose, at rewindmoviecast.com. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Plug time. <laughs> uh, where you can find <laughs> the drinking game rules for today's uh, first ever Rewind Movie Podcast drink-along yeah. commentary track. So you will need a copy of the film in whatever... Um, media you choose you can choose your blu-ray or your dvd or you can stream it uh, but you will need jaws it's two hours and four minutes there's only one cut out there so we don't have to uh, fuss over that too much but uh, there's a list of drinking game rules at the blog 
Uh, today we're going to take on eight rules each and we're going to act as enforcers and uh, declare when each rule has been broken and when we should drink. So you can actually sync up with us and drink along at home. Thank you, Patrick. Oh, the first can is open. Here he is. Just call me Quint. Patrick will be playing as Quint today. Yeah, there are there are levels. So Patrick's playing as Quint. Uh, I will be playing at chief level. Uh, Patrick is drinking beer. I'm on the red wine. Devlin? Uh, I am also. Uh... <laughs> Sound effects. Always sip a lovely red wine. Never glug it. Yeah. I'm, uh... Is that, is that I'm that also... you were glugging? I'm uh, I'm also firing it up at chief level today. Uh, uh, It's anachronistic because I'm on an Australian red, and uh, everyone knows that Australian wines weren't popular in the 70s. It's a California wine. (laughs) In in honor of um, uh, Ron and and Valerie Taylor, who did the shark photography, you could be uh, tipping some red wine for the Australians. I'll take that. I do have an emergency bottle of white in the fridge as well, as per the rules. (laughs) A great white. (laughs) <laughs> and as per the chief i think the chief as far as i can tell he's on a red beaujolais and then when they go aboard hooper's boat he's got another bottle it looks mm. like white but the label is the same so it's very confusing uh, i think they drink one red and one white because that's what hooper brings to the dinner because he didn't know what they're going to be serving uh also snacks we've got pretzels and quince crackers here <laughs> and uh, yeah just follow the rules and you can you can play along with any luck we can all stay in sync that's the plan so what we're going to do is we're going to count you in to start the film uh the three of us here and you listening at home on three or after three just to do a pitch perfect <laughs> quote there you didn't say two or one we're, we're not going to say two or one <laughs> no we are going to say two or one because that would be deeply confusing unnecessarily and uh patrick's going to count us in Okay, drinks at the ready. Oh, hold on. Hangover cure. This is a Korean hangover cure. Can you hear that? Oh, no. It's a cold. What you got? It it rattled. I thought it was just like a juice or something. They're like little rabbit pellets. Uh, One is called called Easy Tomorrow, and that's like a mango gel. And this one is like uh, little rabbit pellets. They taste horrible, but it it works. (laughs) All right. Drinks at the ready. Let's, uh, Let's raise anchor. Uh, listeners, if you go and uh, uh, bring up your drinking game rules, uh, rewindmoviecast.com, fire up your Prime, Netflix, DVD, Blu-ray, whatever you've got, get that set to time code 000, and Patrick, why not take it away? Okay, in five, four, three, two, one, play. Ah, there it is. I'm seeing stars. The old Me universal too. symbol. I love the old logo. I is. Do you ever see the um? Uh, uh, Why does it look like Saturn? It looks odd. Hmm. There was an old black and white one, right? Which which was like made out of like a yeah. a model. That was amazing. Mm. I can hear like the underwater noises at the minute as well, which I hadn't noticed before. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. Hello. You ever hear Steve Coogan do the? <laughs> <laughs> That's a theme. Oh, is that the theme? That's the theme. Jaws theme. I'm the enforcer here. Behave. <laughs> right. First Cheers, drink. Lads. This is the first rule, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Jaws theme. So drink up. Ah, lovely stuff. 
I'd also recommend to anyone listening to put the subs on. If you put the subtitles on, you can really, you know, see what people are saying. But the thing is, like, this thing goes on for a while, Matt. Am I supposed to be drinking the entire time? Yeah, no, just you, the ones. Yeah. But now it says music by John Williams. So I think I should drink uh, that bit. So, in honour to John. I believe that's called a waterfall when you continue drinking for the entire <laughs> rule, but uh, it, it would be a bit much, I think. So, Matt, this is uh, this is tried, well, devised and tried and tested by yourself. Yeah, I've I've tried this once because uh, I did the same thing with Lebowski. I made a drinking game for that, mm-hmm. and I was tired of people saying drink every time someone says dude, uh, and <laughs> it's too much. It's just not fun. It goes beyond it into some kind of experience that that really doesn't well, work like the rock sand the... drinking rules <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> right well i mean at least then... at least that's brief though it's like three and a half minutes okay booze uh, he's drinking the, the college oh, kids drink right but, okay yep yep cheers does he also, have a name smoke him if you got him <laughs> uh yeah so uh, i tested this at chief level with red wine i got through one bottle exactly so if you're sipping Next. on every rule you should hit about one bottle of red wine. <laughs> if you're glugging a lovely red wine, you're probably going to go over that go, go. slightly. Yeah. Slightly. yeah. So. Um, he's the character. I was trying to remember. I think but he's. Uh, I've already forgotten her name. It's in my notes. Got, Chrissy. Uh, uh, well, he's. Oh, there you go. He's. And as the. Uh, the he's credited as boy. I do love the way though she goes swimming. <laughs> does, she, does she? I meant to say in the podcast, but does she not you remind you of a better version of her from Cyborg who runs into the sea? Oh, <laughs> it is a better nude run, definitely. Yes, she's that. See, this is what I mean that like she's you know she's a little more in control than, than that poor poor girl from oh, cyborg whose name we've all forgotten yeah and the lighting's a bit more complimentary as well we've got some yeah i think this is day for night this stuff here. i think so yeah that's yeah. nice that there is, is sunset which is nice okay he, he's noticeably drunk here i think we should drink again he's noticeably Ooh, okay. yeah okay <laughs> there she goes so the painting on the poster is that based mm. on 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 this lady, or I don't know much about the book. Obviously, it's a super iconic image. I should know about it. I, I feel like it was adapted from the book. It was the the, the original book cover, okay, um, which had a very different shark on it. It was more phallic and sort oh, of. Oh, underwater white. POV. Underwater POV. Oh, Jasmine. Sorry. Oh, I'm going to be busy here. Is that the Jaws theme? Uh. I think that's only the Durda. Let's do the right, Durda right. only. Uh, underwater POV? Yes. Oh, and Jaws theme. And Jaws theme. You can hear it. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, shark attack. Ah, oh, shark oh, attack. Bloody <laughs> hell. What the hell? You don't have to drink throughout the shark attack, I don't think, but you can. If no, you no. <laughs> Pace yourself, because <laughs> once Quint shows up, we are going to be... Oh, yeah. uh, I didn't expect such a heavy start. And I'm not talking about the shark attack in the film. Yeah. It actually works quite well because after the initial um, horror of how much you have to drink, it, it drops down for a bit mm. uh, d- during the chief uh, just sort of hanging out in Amity. So you get a little bit of a break after this. So it gets you nicely, nicely uh, toasted at the beginning. 
I do yeah. find this like super effective her movement through the water, mm-hmm. like unnatural. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's so yeah, like, it's, it's just so it's, disturbing. It's yeah. it's the same thing as like a like a possession type film, right? When you see someone getting yeah. yanked around, it's kind of the same. And the involuntary idea. movement, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that wide shots class as well. Just the stillness yeah. of it. It's great. Is that an aqua? Is that an aquaphobia shot? Beautiful transition, isn't it? <laughs> uh, someone I talked to had a problem with how she was moving and she was being dragged around yeah. and thought it looked unrealistic but I think it's kind of weird and abstract mm. and kind of I, yeah. I like it because you, you have no idea what's going on at this you don't even no. know like, if you were to watch this without knowing the title of the poster you'd be like, what the fuck was that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean it's um, it's just such a I, I don't know I um, uh, I once tried to write a script and the the one thing that I took from like these seventies eighties films was this idea of like have a standalone sequence which establishes exactly how bad shit's going to get, and that will buy you so <laughs> much time for the rest of the film. Like mm-hmm. you can then sit and start having character moments because you've established the stakes. <laughs> yeah, is, is there a rule for Boston accent? Or <laughs> <laughs> I didn't include it. No. But no. I did just get a reminder there of what it was like to have an ashtray on the side, uh, on your bedside table. Really? I was a smoker <laughs> for five years and I yeah. can't believe I did something so disgusting as to have a... Oh, you were a smoker, yeah. yeah. I, I was yeah. for like between 20, 20 to 25, mm. I was a smoker and it was a horrible thing to have a full ashtray on the side of you. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially because really like horrible. when you lived in student houses, they generally, I mean, I, I lived with non-smokers, so I would have to, it's like, I have to go down to my, sting, my basement hovel. <laughs> to smoke in there with the yeah. door closed it's like where you uh, belong mate yeah, <laughs> with so the slugs the slugs yeah. the delphine slugs oh i wanted to mention there that uh michael's uh the cut on michael's hand i got hit by a mm. by a vampire that bit mm. uh, somebody pointed out that that's a really great red herring because now we know that he's going to go swimming with a bleeding hand mm. right and yeah. that's he's a potential next victim of of the shark mm. and it's just another little thing that spielberg throws in that he never follows yeah. through with but it's on repeated viewings i just to go I, back to your yellow it. theory i've just noticed the police mm. car's yellow but yeah we should point that out as we go through down the yellow line towards down the yellow lines but it was too much for a rule because if we drink every time yellow <laughs> is, is yellow sign? Danger. yeah exactly. yellow yellow field <laughs> It's too much. It's too much. But it, it is interesting to look for them. Um, mm-hmm. The yellow border. Oh, that's the an unusual poster. Yeah. Annual yeah. regatta. The yellow sand. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I noticed that the, these are all her clothes too, right? Yeah. yeah. I love this guy's beautiful um, golden hair helmet as well. <laughs> yeah. It's real yeah. Adam of Eternia vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. so i hadn't seen this film in a really long time and i watched it after your episode um and uh um that's fantastic like pretty much everything you'd said i was not familiar with it had been a long time this is you guys watch this all like a lot right yeah certainly not so much i I did patrick no i i i think i said Mm. i hadn't watched it in a long time and yeah i don't know whether devlin you you had something i experienced Mm. where I felt like I'd taken this film for granted all these years. Yeah. And hadn't really opened my eyes and mind up to how quite very mm-hmm. impressive it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think so. I was, um, I was talking uh, to somebody about like, 
uh, Matt, you were talking about like great art that's also popular art stuff yeah. that's you know mm. universal yeah comparing this to like a star wars which is obviously great and it's a big phenomenon and stuff sorry but... was that a little bit of aquaphobia there from oh, i think it was i'll take you it out the seat. i'm so sorry to interrupt you it's a chief in there um but yeah a great art that's that that's popular out and um there's it does feel like there's a um as amazing as the kind of everything surrounding star wars is as a film in and of itself it's not up to the ridiculous like quality standards of this one you know like this is no. so extraordinarily carefully put together yeah yeah it seems to me like that it, it was like the peak of those those things before star wars mm. took it i think i said like stratospheric or something it's like with the t-shirts and the merch and all that stuff this one's still the art of the film was still there yeah, and uh, I mean, I'm I like I enjoy Star Wars particularly. I've I've got those mm -hmm. Doctor Sapistine edits where he's used the Blu-ray and he's restored it to how it used to look without all the bullshit. Okay, uh, the despecialized editions. Yeah, they're like fan. Yeah, despecialized the fan edits, yeah. and I, I, they're the ones that I I watch. But uh, I don't really go beyond the original trilogy. I I and, and I think yeah. Jaws is vastly superior to. It's the thing film. I can get my head around. It's like so. How is it a happy accident, or is it just mm. witnessing the birth of someone who understood modern cinema and really mm. caught hold of something? Yeah. You know, like yeah. did, did they anticipate it would make that money and be that popular? But I, I can't see that. Mm. I don't know. It feels like some sort of fluke yeah. in a way. We spoke about you know musicals when we did thoroughly modern Millie. You know, it said that, like the musicals dominated the well, yeah mid 60s really going into mm. the 70s and then we got art and like pure cinema so to speak and then mm. i don't know something this entertaining just mm. blew up out of yeah this well, it's, it's the we, we talked about it a bit like the idea of the 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 novel and the guy that made duel sort of colliding mm. yeah and it was like this perfect storm of of stuff and they gave him so many chances without sacking him and yeah. uh, they, they uh -oh. really let him. Oh, let Polly! I let Polly do the printing. Drink. There he is. Uh, keen listeners will recognise that uh, Jeffrey Kramer um, mm -hmm. has uh, introduced this episode. Uh, I put that at the <laughs> beginning. So uh, Jeffrey Kramer, who plays Deputy Hendricks, wonderful guy. We got him on cameo to give us a shout out, and uh, also the dead Alex Kintner making an appearance. Mm. On a very blustery beach, bless him. On a very, yeah, it was kind of worth it to see the locations, but it was a bit blustery. And these are this section here is examples of a few technical things we spoke about with the. Mm. For me, the sound design is quite seventies and and, and yeah, at yeah. the time, which is there's a lot of noises going on. And it's aquaphobia using the. Uh, he did look out to the water, and the kids well, did, as well. I'm not sure, but this this shot here with Gally spoke about um, how. It's an almost static camera, but yep. you use yep. this, um, what do I call it, a ferry? And yeah, it's like a little car yeah. ferry. The, the movement, the background. It makes it uneasy, moving. doesn't it? There's something uneasy mm. about it. But also visually arresting. Yes. Yeah. We're not cutting into close-ups here. We, we just this single wide. That, the, the arrangement. The yeah. You know, I fucking love this. I love Locking the way that there, yeah. Yeah. 
you create even though, like, you create the positioning of the car is you know it's it's all perspective and it's really mm. well um mm. i like the guy though in the, in the gray suit with his leg up oh he's just put it down <laughs> yeah mayor vaughan with his uh anchors <laughs> yeah oh mayor vaughan misjudges drink oh oh forgot about that rule One of the best lines. You yell Barracuda. Mm-hmm. I love that. But yeah, like the 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 fact that the ferry has now done like a, a little U turn. Yeah. Or a yeah. Y turn, I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is just like you don't get you don't get this until you unless you go to a location that has this. This is about but, familiarity with where you're gonna shoot and understanding how yeah. best to use the environment to your advantage. But also blocking, yeah. directors blocking. We went from a yeah. wide shot there to two like medium close ups. Right. Just by mm. moving them close to the camera, it's very, yeah. very well composed. Oh, this is the shot that I wanted to point out from our earlier episode. This is one of my favorite shots in the film where it appears as if Alex Kintner is climbing into the brain of the chief. And I'm oh, still Kintner. not sure if yeah. it's... Kintner. Kintner, drink. Oh, Cheers. Kintner, yeah. Little bastard. Just check this out. See if you think this is intentional. It looks like he's climbing into the mind of the chief. Oh! Yeah. I mean, you do get his little, his little legs Somebody behind his head. It's very yeah. interesting. I don't know, but it, it could be intentional. And another another mm-hmm. shot that's like uh, just economic camera positioning and, and movement mm-hmm. that is one shot into another. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember one of the best lessons I ever had when um, I was in FAMU International. Oh, Yellow um, Lido, by the way. Um, yep. We did this lesson on directing at FAMU International in the third year of uni, and it was on directing. And the directing t- I can't remember his name, said to shot list a sequence from Blade Runner and the, and the sequence mm. was um, Harrison Ford, he arrives down an alley, sees a snake shop approaches it, looks in the window, sees a snake, goes in um, mm-hmm. g- speaks to the owner and grabs him. So you know, I couldn't remember the scene and we were writing down all these shots and then he showed us the scene and yeah. it was all in one shot right, it was just right. like efficiency of your camera and, and yeah, how you tell yeah. the storytelling and movement and direction and it was... I, I, I don't know. The lesson obviously really stuck. Well, with Spielberg's the king of that. Like I think I pointed out on one of them, there's this thing that people call the Spielberg wanna now where he goes from mm. multiple, it's like multiple setups in one, just by moving the camera. There's a great one in war of the worlds, which I'm yeah. sure Gally loves. Cause he pointed out, he loved the, uh, the sci-fi era of Spielberg. Yeah. That was his favorite era. Um, but yeah, he manages to, to, to put all these single shots and elements into one uncut, mm-hmm take and he's and have that have that like this deep focus that he's got going here and then also just fucking like (laughs) fucking around with the focal depth like having a uh intercutting with that really looming close-up in the split diopter but all this noise and all this stuff in the background that's going on it's like really yeah almost attacking the senses but i think there's quite a bit of aquaphobia going on here guys i think so i'll take a look at a drink now yeah Um, we know all about you chief What's your, what's your take on a split diopter, Matt? Cause I, I, well, for some reason, I, I always had a, an issue with it. It's not that evident there, but that they used to put like uh, like Vaseline to smudge the yeah. <laughs> smudge the yeah. line between it, and it always bothers me. But uh, I Brian know. De Palma, I, I think he overuses it. I'm, I'm I like De Palma, but there's some stuff. I, I wish we'd do one on the pod so I could talk about it. But yeah. I do think he's overrated. But uh, <laughs> some of his stuff is quite. 
um, quite blatant. I, bet. I, I never noticed that one until I saw this on a bigger TV. Yeah. Um, I must admit, I do love a split diopter, but I, I feel like it's got to be underwater. It's flashy. Underwater it's, it's POV, definitely. Underwater POV. And Jaws theme. Oh, Jaws theme, place. yeah. Two balls. Mm. But yeah, I, um, I love a split oh, diopter. Oh, God. Hold I, on. I, I must yeah, here we go. This shot. Fox Shark shot. attack. Oh, my yes. God. Oh. Drink. Blood. Drink again. Oh. <laughs> Still send. Yes. Sends shivers through me with this. Aquaphobia. He's got blood. Blood, aquaphobia. The way he that goes into the water, but he doesn't go in. Oh. And he's very. He's just on mm-hmm. the. Oh, definite aquaphobia. Jeez. Yeah. He, it's, it's really great. It's a performance thing. He, he just gets his toe in the water and he stops and doubles back. And Yeah. 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 There's, um, sorry, Dev. There's a lot in two as well where he, um, he, he's, he's kind of, uh, I don't want to go into two too much because we're going to do it on the podcast, okay. but there's a bit where he's, uh, firing his handgun at a school of bluefish because he thinks it's a shark. <laughs> yeah. And everyone on the beach thinks oh. he's fucking crazy. You know, the chief's gone mental. He's going to, you know, firing his gun Kintner. into the, into the water. Kentner drink. Kentner. It's also written, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Mm. My three glasses in already. This is dangerous. Oh, Who's that Mrs. Kentner. Mrs. Kentner. Wait, we've just, oh, bloody hell, again. Oh, I'm doing written as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for it because, uh, you know, it's the weekend, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> it's a freaking weekend. Devin is about to have him some fun. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> if you look back at that... I don't know why I did throw that guy up. That beach sequence, if you look at the, the bathing suits, there's not so many yellow ones, but mm, as far as right. yellow is for danger, if you look at the 4th of July sequence, there's a ton of people just in yellow just uh, tip, its, tip its owner with the yellow uh, polo neck. I'm going to have to correct you here. It's it's Pippet and... It's Tippet. The... Is it Pippet? The subtitle said Tippet. I know the Netflix subtitles say um, Pippin. Wow. As in Lord of the Rings. I thought it, it was Pippet because I wrote it down as Pippet. It's Pippet. Yeah. P-I-P-I-T, I think. P-I-P-I-T. Wow. If I if I can uh, give you my professional opinion as somebody who works in subtitling, I can guarantee whoever did this doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be anything. I don't think that's funny uh, at all. <laughs> just, uh, apologies. I love that. the the dude on the right, the uh, the the bad hat Harry guy. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice he was there. He keeps cropping up. <laughs> yeah. Damn! <laughs> so you just said. It feels very unfair to mention his ample tits <laughs> from the big yeah. sequence. <laughs> <laughs> like Spaniel's ears. <laughs> <laughs> Look like a pair of, uh, you know, like a tangerine in a sock. So I've got something brewing. <laughs> For God's sake. I've got something brewing here. Is it acceptable to burp on this considering we're drinking? I mean, there will be some editing, <laughs> but I, I think you just go for it and see how it works. <clears throat> Good grief. Oh, um, Mayor, Mayor Misjudgment? That, that's definitely... Patrick Misjudgment for burping and Mayor Misjudgment in the film. Yeah. <laughs> 24 hours, that's like a week. It's like a whole week. 
There he is. Uh, oh, there's a great cut to an old lady there who's like, Wah. yeah. Her reaction yeah. is amazing. <laughs> Look at the shark on the chalkboard and the person in the mouth. Eat a cracker if you have them. On your uh, on your sketch mat, I love that you drew his, the little man in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, if you look at the I'd, shark, I tried to replicate I'd never, it. Yeah, I'd never noticed that. I... So did he come in and draw that? What did Apparently he... so. He was He's an artist too. Just he drew that at the back, back, of, at the back mate. of the meeting. Oh, That's Quint's mate. Is he got a dog? <laughs> yes, I think he did. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah, it is, it is quite... Can. Like, it is quite a fun just... thought to to imagine hard ass Quint coming in with his little joke. Just <laughs> doing a little sketch of a little a little man. Yeah, that was a cinema sins. They they pointed that one out, but God, I hate cinema sins, but I watch it every time though. Yeah. His accent's good. Oh. I wouldn't have guessed he was English. Oh incredible. there's a, yeah. a video in the playlist that I made where he's um on a talk show and and you know, it's unbelievable what he does with his voice mm. in this film. Do we know much about him outside of this film? Because I, I really don't. Uh, from Russia with Love, he plays a Bond yeah. villain. Oh, um, okay. uh, I haven't seen him in an awful lot. I mean, the, the they're, they're the two go-tos for me. Yeah. I'd... Uh... Quince, mate. God, he's so good. Um, I, I'd assumed he was one of those, like, uh, you know, Ollie Reed era, possibly a little older. Uh, I think, but yeah. not I much. mentioned that in the episode. I was like, he feels like he's mm. just a bit. One of the rabble rousers. Yeah. I read a story mm. about uh, Oliver Reed in Dark Side magazine, which was just uh, uh, <laughs> fascinating. I should share it with you one of these days. Shark was, jargon. Uh, um, oh, shark. Oh. What was it? Shark. Shark, shark jargon. 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 He's doing some shark jargon. Shack Jack in the yard. There's there's an AD. I know Mark Mark Inglis. I think his name. He told me a great story about Oliver Reed on this job, and he I should be talking about Oliver Reed when he's not in this film. But anyway, <clears throat> he um he had to sign for this this delivery of Carlsberg on set one day, and he's like, "What the fuck's this?" It's like for Mister <laughs> Reed. It's like, "Oh God, I'll sign for it." Okay. <laughs> Gave it to Oliver, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, bring it right in." Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next scene, like they they rehearsed everything. Okay, let's get ready. Keep drinking, please. drink. Oh, drink, drink. The next scene, um, rehearsed, get ready, cameras ready, great, great, ready to shoot. Oliver Reed brings that. A bottle of Carlsberg opens it, puts it on the table, makes sure the label's facing the camera. <laughs> yeah. oh. Starts drinking at the scene. It was like, cut. You, know, you guys are going to have to clear this. <laughs> <laughs> what a rapscallion. Um, I mean... Aquaphobia. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's double aquaphobia here because there's one for Brody and there's one for his wife. Hmm. Ah, okay. Don't you That's think? That's true, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think she, she... I don't think she's going swimming now, is she? Yeah. But yeah. I think everyone in this film has aquaphobia after a certain point. Is it aquaphobia for a lot of them, or is it Jaws the shark phobia? Yeah, exactly. It's shark <laughs> phobia, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I love the... And, and is this the bit where we see the very quick go. image of the... Uh, the tank in the shark's mouth. It's a little bit earlier when, when the chief is looking through the book. Oh, yeah. I might have disrupted. That's foreshadowing. I might have, um... But this is, I think that scene's an example of 
the humor and humanity that Spielberg brought to filmmaking at the time mm. that I think was a little unrecognized. Mm. I think Spielberg charm was a reason for the success of such films at that time. You charmed me. This one is this one is an incredible mixture of like it's comedic, mm. it's terrifying, it's uh you know who like um you know, like you can uh, imagine jokes and hum- humanity like that in in the mm. conversation, and and like, yeah. This one is all Spielberg. This is from his draft because yeah. he did an entire draft of Jaws after reading right. the novel that, that to try and convince himself mm. that that he can do it and that it's interesting enough, or that he could he could bring some suspense to it. And he wrote this this scene. Mm. Oh, this is the uh, this is the tank. This is the tank reflected. Ah, this is the bit with the tank. This is this this shot here. The reflections in the glasses is beautiful. Yeah, incredible. Um, it just the only thing that that scene uh, on the dark kind of reminds me of is um, and and that sort of mixture of like terror and 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 horror and and comedy and pathos is like um the host, Bong Joon Ho. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Kind of, it's one of the few films that sort of gets the same kind of tone of being kind of almost sentimental while also like a really effective monster movie because mm. uh did you guys ever see the fog yeah i mm. love the fog uh, underrated i think the john carpenter the fog yeah no it's darabont uh the fog oh, oh, the, oh mist. the mist the mist the mist excuse me carpenter's the fog darabont yeah the, the, there's some yeah. issues with cg but the the mist is dark man yeah, yeah. I, I was very, I was really blown away by it when I saw it, and that that had that real human level. Like mm. I was very surprised by oh. it. Taken with shark attack, uh, shark attack. Yeah, I think we also had the theme which we missed. So theme, theme. bloody old Jaws theme. You can hear it. But the way this turns around, though, Matt, I think you said it in the podcast. Yeah, he uses it just like the barrels. It's the same thing, but there's an interesting oh, thing there so where Charlie good. or or his <laughs> mate whistles the theme from Jaws. Oh, so is that um, a sea shanty? And uh, <laughs> I, th- it, it, Devlin, help me. Is a sea shanty lyrical or is it? They usually <laughs> they're usually lyrical. I would have okay, thought. Okay, yeah, they're okay. Yeah, okay. It's more Fine. Quint stuff, I think. Yeah. Swim for it, oh, Charlie. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> He was originally going to lose a leg here, but they they moved it over to the scene in the pond a little bit the stunt, later. The stunty, his stunty gets his leg yeah. severed. See, I, I don't I don't think we needed it. I think like uh, a sort of blackly comic near miss is probably two, two better for right now. Like probably been doing a drinking game of their own. And then a great transition to a weird frame. He looks that frame there with this guy is replicated yes. exactly in The Usual Suspects. Brian Singer loves this film and he oh. replicated that exactly um, in uh, one of the sequences with the boat. If you took that as a uh, still, I would swear that was from an Irish film. Yeah. <laughs> that, that guy, he just, he looks, oh yeah. Also, um, we've now gone with both R. Kelly and Brian Singer references on this podcast. So. What was the R. Kelly reference? I didn't hear that. Um, well, let's not. Um, Patrick was, was hot and fresh out of the kitchen or something. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Devin, uh, Devin's about to have him some fun. <laughs> yeah. Let's try and avoid any more villains if we can. Here comes Hooper. Yeah. 
Who, who's your favourite of the three? Because I, I was quite vocal about being uh, partial to the chief. Who do you like? Um, I was, I think Brody. Um, and I'm wondering if this could be a film like, you know, Friday Night Lights, where I can flip between them. Mm. But I don't feel like Quint would be my favourite from an all-rounded point of view. More of a favourite from a an entertainment point of view. But Brody, right? right. Who do you identify with more, the the chief? Or, I actually or... think I identify with Hooper more. Right, right. Um, is Overload in the Boat nautical lingo? <laughs> Let's drink anyway. <laughs> Where do you identify with, Devlin? Um, Jules, uh, I, 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 I like... Uh, I like Hooper. I, I think he brings like a cool, weird energy to the film. Uh, but... <laughs> that wave. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, so <laughs> he, he's in Jaws 2 a lot too, Jeffrey Kramer. And he's mm. also a favourite of ours, Patrick, from uh, Santa Claus the movie. He plays Towser. Ah. Wait, is he thinking he's right-hand man? Yeah, from... Uh... Uh-huh. You know, no he's, way. Uh, what's his name? Matt God, Lithgow. Alan Rook, who it is. Rook, who it is. Exactly. Of course, it, wow. yeah, God, I can see it now. It's in Puce, Puce Juice. P- yes, <laughs> taking the notes and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for yeah, God's sake, Gang Brody. Yeah, I'm going to have to stop doing quotes. <laughs> um, yeah, these two have like a... See, like a there's cool a lovely bit of blocking there. Is what, I, I've interrupted you, I'm so sorry. But we had Hooper on a three-quarters frame, and then Brody pivots him round, so we get more of Brody's face, and then we go back round, all in yeah. one shot. It's, it's, it's really economic filmmaking that's quite effective. This dude, uh, Ben Gardner, is the is the real life Quint. They based a lot of Quint's dialogue on. Oh, this no way. Just came up with this this stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> beautiful use of the reflector board there. I wish he right was wearing yellow. Yeah, look at the dog. Yeah. Oh, blood. 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 And Devin, sorry, I interrupted you there. Um, I've, I'm two-thirds of the way through this <laughs> bottle already, so I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> the thoughts are coming and going at this point. Yeah. Oh. This film is really uh, raising a head, isn't it? It's pacey. Um, it's quite a pacey film. It is, yeah. I'd love to sit down and, and like work out how long the shots are and when it cuts and, and why. Well, like, I think the two slowest scenes that where you can really think and are when the sun is mimicking Brody. You've got real mm. pause for thought and moment there. And, and then the yeah. Indianapolis story. Indianapolis? Have I got that right? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was really when i was saying that i i liked hooper's weird energy but i was so taken with um roy scheider on my rewatch this week after you guys uh had done the podcast and i watched it again um largely because i i watched blue thunder recently for the first time oh cool which is hilarious it is unbelievable it's so entertaining and it's so stupid <laughs> in all the best possible ways and uh if you loved airwolf as a kid you should you should check out blue thunder if you if you're a big fan of Airwolf and Peeping Tom's <laughs> watching nude supermodels do yoga, <laughs> and Daniel Squalus, Stern, that's, a, that's a shark jargon. Sorry, shark jargon. Oh, shark jargon. Oh, long longer manus. Daniel Stern is in Blue Thunder. Daniel Stern is the co-pilot in Blue Thunder. He's the kid that he takes under his wing. 
And uh, it's such a strange film. It's one of those 80s films where the tone is just all over the shop. It's like action (laughs) bullshit, but like characters you like die horribly. Oh, wow. It's got a bit of like leftover. It's got like real canon films energy, but with a bit more money behind it. Blood. 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 Devlin, when are we getting a canon films? Wait, have you already done a canon films t-shirt? There's a canon films t-shirt. We we want the dimension one. Dimension is the one we want. Yeah. Although I didn't want to bring up the dreaded Weinstein Brothers cassettes. Uh, but yeah, I will. Um... I've never seen All That Jazz, which is what I really want to see. I've, everyone tells me that, that Scheider is, that's his best performance of his career okay. in all that, all that Jazz. Uh, I've never seen the original Taken of Pelham 1, 2, 3 either, which is, that is him, is it? Yeah. Is he, is he in that? Or did I just make that up? Or am I just bringing up another film that's supposed to be kid? <laughs> oh, uh, the uh, <laughs> it's all that noise again. Look at Quint. This is great. The other one is Sorcerer. Check out Sorcerer by Freakin for some shider. I've never seen Sorcerer. Okay, either. yeah. Uh, I don't know where I got that from. Uh, Walter Matthau is in the Taking of Pelham One Two Three. They are not even remotely <laughs> comparable <laughs> human beings. <laughs> this is uh, a Quint taunt. It has to be. He's taunting them with his uh, laughing. Of course he is. He knows. Yeah, maybe that was you know a rewritten bit for him um, from the cinema drinking, mm. from the cinema laughing. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That would have been a great sequence, introducing him in the cinema, just laughing like at Moby Dick. <laughs> yeah. that would have been oh, they, were they going to Max Cady him? Is that the? Is that the <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's where he took it from. That's awesome. Oh what? Shark oh what? <laughs> <laughs> who's um, who's qu- qu- um, pop quiz buzzer was that last week? Was it Gally's? <laughs> oh, that was me. Gally was. was, 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 was Gally? <laughs> oh, we cut it out because uh, yeah, our, our quiz didn't make it to the final. I know, I know. I don't think Gally's a fan. Of, I love it of, of the quiz. That's only because he's losing. He's the boss, though, isn't he? I'm somehow winning. I don't know. I'm at least equal level pegging. Is this shark shark lingo? What was that shark lingo? Yeah, Uh, I think so. Hammerhead. Hammerhead. It's you know. uh... Yeah. Okay. Well, that's just the name of the shark. It's just the name of a shark. Bite radius. (laughs) Bite radius. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't match the. Look, oh, Mayor misjudges. He's misjudging. Look at him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look at him misjudging. Is that me? Okay, drink. Drink. Oh my God, I can feel this is halfway <laughs> empty already. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear you crush your can, Patrick. You have to crush your can. Oh, after but you know what? Like, I can show you that visibly I did. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. you did. But I didn't. Um, yes, I'll make it better. It's confirming for the confirming for the listeners at home that we have video and he did crush it. <laughs> not super convincingly though. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, oh, not having a go. But... Right, you want some crushing? Get a load of this. <laughs> All right, I'll do it. Kintner, nice. Kintner drink. Oh, Kintner, good. Oh God, I'm I'm getting a bit sloshed. I keep forgetting to look at my rules. Uh, this is um, this is a really good moment. Uh, is that yeah. that's not Bad Hat Harry with uh, Mrs. Kintner, is it? No, the earlobes aren't big enough. <gasps> she fucking rattles him that's yeah, so yeah. oh yeah. um the brody's ear oh sorry rather roy scheider's ear 
is uh, is like that because Roy Scheider was an extremely accomplished boxer. He has an incredible record. He's got a slight cauliflower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently he was like 29 and 1, something like that. He's wiry, isn't he? I wouldn't want to fight Roy Scheider, man. No, no. no. I mean, what's that, what's that quote I, from Fight Club? Like, wiry guys fight to the. <laughs> oh, skinny guys fight to their burger. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, apparently he was, he was really good. And so it was uh, uh, amateur boxing. And then he was in the military where he also boxed. I don't think anyone should be messing with Roy Scheider. This is a good performance (laughs) bit, though, from both of them here. Oh, terrific. I think she's like, she's like Amdram or something. She's on on Martha's Vineyard. Did she answer a local ad or something? Yeah, something like that. Hmm. You've got to wonder if Spielberg got that performance out of it. Just terrific. There's always a, a thing that people say about the age of the of the actress and character, which is that for the mother of a, such a young boy, she looks a lot older. I know people looked older in the 70s, but she is significantly older. And uh, a lot of people would say that it's because Spielberg was so young uh, that he would kind of visualize parents, even parents of little kids, as being, you know, um, uh, older, older looking people. Cause I mean, she must be, you know, well into her forties and it happens. You know who I think of? I think of uh, Peter Jackson when I see that, because if Peter Jackson, if you look at his parents, they look like his grandparents and he was an only child. Hmm. And, okay. um, on all the bad tastes, like making of stuff, they, yeah. they were just plowing every, you know, they were helping him and, and giving him feeding the the crew and uh, all these things helping him out and like these lovely older parents mm. um, that you know so it's, it's kind of it's kind of moving in a way that that yeah we're talking of moving now we've got this scene between between a parent and mm. child and this is where i think like even you know newbies into watching films i think this is really yeah. spielbergian type magic it's very it makes you feel very warm and mm. fuzzy. the music is pitch perfect yeah. those beautiful little like like pops of light behind them as well little halos yeah and this was improv too like the the kid was doing it with with roy scheider yeah. Off camera, they were just messing around. And he said, "Stephen, just come and come and get this." There's something very like proper Hollywood about Shida here. That "give me a kiss," the way he, where he mm. reads that line, yeah. is very um, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a proper Hollywood hero kind of old school actor. Yeah, it's Great. Good. Obviously, mm. uh, the chief is drinking. So, oh, he's drinking. So, chief, oh, booze. We must drink. drink. Now, this is where Hooper brings uh, a white and a red. I love it when he just steals the plate of food. Yeah. (laughs) In in the novel, she cheats with Hooper, which is, uh, when I heard about that, I just thought that is just. Yeah, Kermode draws his about infidelity. And look, the cameras cameras come all the way around the table. Mm. We haven't cut yet. We haven't changed setup. Very strange um, use of props as well. It's like the, just three little silver items on a, on a shelf. Well, they have just moved uh, there. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. There is some odd stuff with the phones and, and things, and then weird things hanging up in the kitchen um, mm. that, that shouldn't really be there. Yeah, production design's hard. 
Yeah, but but I mean, I, I think because they just moved there, it, it does excuse it. Oh, I'm on a film at the minute, and the production design is it's mine. Uh, are they going to fix it in post? <laughs> CG some stuff. <laughs> um, Patrick, do you remember the best? Oh, a toast, uh, a toast. Have we had a toast? No, a toast. Oh, oh, nearly, let's do nearly, it. Nearly. Let, well, yeah. I'm out I thought you said Patrick because anyway. I'd missed something. Sorry. No, no, I was, uh, uh, when I was saying production design is hard and I was just thinking of my favorite production design fuck up ever, which was when we were in film school together. And, uh, one of the other groups who were making a short film took a not insignificant budget. And instead of actually making a film with it, they were supposed to be shooting in a supermarket. Oh, and they thought the best way to do that would be to go into a completely empty stage set, build two shelves, that's (laughs) two, and then buy actual food to put on the shelves. So they bought two full trolleys worth of rice pudding. <laughs> and then Adam Sandler in Punch Drunk Love. And then printed labels for fake soup, I think. And then hand relabeled all of the cans yep. in order to get around. Uh, and we all ate rice pudding for like a year after that. Because there were just two trolleys of rice pudding in the film school. Booze drink. Excuse me. Top tip to the uh, mm. to the budding filmmakers out there: don't spend all your money on rice pudding. It's pointless. We, when we were trying to get that script, I was going around like local shops and stuff, and I I had some interested in letting us film in there because it didn't need to be that complicated. But that set was god awful. <laughs> For uh, fans of the Johnny Depp trial, uh, the chief invents the mega pint here. Oh, <laughs> he pours the first ever mega pint. He is so in his own thoughts here. It's really, I love the way he, he nonchalantly just pours and he just doesn't give a mm. fucking minute. Well, this is all the stuff from his books. He's been spewing all that information from the book that he's been pouring over. Mm-hmm. Is this aquaphobic? It seems like it. Is that why he's fidgeting with the bottle? I think that's why he's fidgeting with the bottleneck. So I'm gonna, I'll, mm. I'll buy that for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're doing Robocop next. Robocop's coming up soon. We should plug that. We're having a month off then, Robocop. Yeah. Can I make that episode? I think it clashed, but I'm gonna try. Because it has one of my favourite pieces of score music. Um. Oh, amazing! I just got the Arrow Blu-ray. You've got to get it. So much stuff on there. One more drink. Is that a toast? Is that a toast? That's, that's a toast. It's a toast as well, I think. <laughs> I'm doing it. Oh, it's good. It's a good transition. Yellow flashlight or torch for our uh, <laughs> UK listeners. Have we yet said, like, they don't make films like this anymore? I think we, we say that an awful lot, but we should say it now. You said about it's Robert O'Prince things. They do still make they do still make some good films. I feel like that should be, but because there is there is sometimes. But I I can't help you know I I always want to balance think, it out. I think there are so many big of the films, films we like make. this are more reliant on CGI now, mm. and I think that's yeah, where are. us as a podcast kind of are quite favourable in looking at the physical. That's um, a shark's yeah. fin drink. Oh, <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, it's. Like anything, it's like if you can deploy your digital effects well, then nobody's going to mind. It's it's still mm. an art form. 
it's just the fact that nobody seems to care anymore. I think that's it's like the, Christopher uh, Nolan cares, and everyone else is like, "Well, I'll just use it everywhere." Mm. I think Tarantino cares. Oh, he yeah. yeah, he barely uses it. Like once upon a time in Hollywood, there's some stuff in there, but it's so beautifully hidden that you can't even see it. I didn't understand the criticism of that film as much as I, every time I watch it, it gets better, and it's so funny. Leo is so funny in it. A question is, mm -hmm. does Hooper have a change of clothes? Because he just came here with a duffel bag and he has just spilled shark guts all he's, over he's what seems to be. He's fucking loaded though, isn't he? He's, his, he's like a millionaire, so he'll just buy whatever he wants. His best uh, denim on denim ensemble. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you stand on uh, um, denim on denim? Uh, I, I have double some double denim, but I tend to only buy very dark, like I buy black denim. Have you seen um, Life on the Road? Always double denim. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you double denim black denim with blue denim? Is you that can, a... because I have. Because <laughs> I used to work in a Levi's shop with Galley, funnily enough, and I used to double denim quite frequently. Yeah. See, I did it at uni, but I feel like people were making fun of me, but I was a big Ryan Adams fan. So. denim jeans with a black denim jacket is probably, it works very Safer. Well. Oh, pretzel. Eat. Eat. Do we eat what? I got some giant. You... Eat a pretzel if you have a pretzel. Oh, I didn't have one. Patrick, I'd give you one if I could, but I'm a long way away. It took me <laughs> 10 days to get here. I got some giant pretzels. <laughs> be very expensive. So to post here, here's one. Brody's wearing a life preserver. Is that aquaphobia? Mm -hmm. Well, I'll take it. Yeah, drink. drink. Mm. You are you're a ruthless enforcer, Patrick. Um, can number two. Oh shit! I should have had a fucking another bottle of wine. Ridiculous. Can you? I'd, I'd be very impressed if you, when you finish that bottle of wine, crushed it in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that that video, that viral video of that guy? That, that there's like a <laughs> like a guy who does a stone cold thing and smashes two <laughs> bottles together. Definitely knows what I'm talking about. I don't, but now I want to see it. I just at any mention of Stone Cold Steve Austin, I perk right up. <laughs> no, there's like a there's like a special needs kid, and he's got two two bottles of uh, <laughs> of beer, and he smashes them together. It's very, it's awful, and then he's like, "Don't move because someone's going to step on them." <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> so, what have you had tonight? We've had R. Kelly. We've had. <laughs> Why didn't they take Hooper's boat when they when they hunt the shark? In, instead, mm. they take the the orca, which is a hunk of junk, hunk of chunker. <laughs> is that a yellow barrel? Wait, was that a yellow barrel? <laughs> barrel pop up. Uh, but because no, they have yet. to, they have to hire Quint, and Quint and it's is Quint's of course, rules, right? They need yeah, his expertise. But, it's it's his hubris that gets himself killed, you know, shooting out Why the radio. Why didn't they bring some of Hooper's tech onto Quint's boat? Or would Quint not? Well, he tries. That? Like, uh, like Hooper tries to bring it, oh, but Quint kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, he's yeah. making fun of him. He's he this, of, you know, this through the, that shark skin. Yeah. Spielberg lightings. Yeah. The spotlighting. Let's see. Yeah. But like this, um, I just love this, uh. uh this use of I don't know how they must have done that to backlight the boat. How do this you think is very they Spielberg, got this shot? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So when you get the the beautiful little kind of blue um, horizontal uh, um, 
anamorphic lens flare, but the yeah. backlighting of the boat that you see there, yeah. where the smoke it's, is being picked up around. That's what the smoke's it. there for. It's to give you the depth exactly, and yeah. the the. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's um. <laughs> that was classic film school stuff. They always had a smoke machine, just a smoke oh, machine right. going. It's like, why have you got a smoke machine going? And it's like, oh, just to give depth to, the, it's to cool. the. It's called Atmos. Yeah, mm. more Atmos. It's it literally atmos. everything they shot. They'd have a smoke machine going. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense when you're on the open water. You can you can play it off. It's it's you know it's foggy. There yeah. it is, yellow for danger. That's absolutely yellow for danger. It's not a rule, but I'm going to drink anyway because <laughs> let's face it, we're in the weeds now. <laughs> but yeah, I I think like you can get away with a lot of smoke in dream sequences at sea and on coastal kind of you know san francisco y foggy kind of but yeah. in the middle of a council estate in like, <laughs> like in yeah. beeston or whatever no it's uh... hold on hold on hold on no jaws theme jaws theme oh is that a dirder mm. oh Ah! ah! Drink! It's Ben Gardner's head. Oh my god, that sound effect. It's great. Very psycho. He... Did you hear that Bernard yeah. Herman stuff there? Yellows for danger. And he pops up in that super yellowy water, yeah. That's it. It's yellows for danger. It, it's absolutely keyed in. It's great. So Matt, you were talking about the the jump scares and and the, was it the the, oh, yeah. the trust? Yeah, you know the famous moment where the the shark pops out um, later, where come on down and chum some of this shit. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, that's the famous. U- <laughs> that's the famous Universal um, Jaws ride stuff. Yes, and yeah, uh, yeah. Spielberg got greedy, and later he went back and shot an insert for the, for the Ben Gardner head that we just saw. Mm. But the problem was, once the audience had seen Ben Gardner's head, uh, Mayor misjudges drink. Mm. Oh yeah, and uh, once he put that in, the audience didn't trust him anymore, so they weren't jumping as high as they used to when the shark popped out of the water right. in the chum moment. So Spielberg believes that you only get one jump scare from an audience and then they don't trust you after that. Um so I don't know if it's true, but that's what he that's what he believes. Oh, shark jargon. <laughs> A car carried and car carriers. <laughs> no, there's a lot um, of mayor misjudgment here. Are we like multiple oh, yeah. drinks or <laughs> not that I'm trying to get it smashed, but <laughs> I, I do really um I do really like these kind of when directors have, have enough um, self-awareness to understand, I guess this is where the one of the few occasions whereby a test screening would actually be beneficial. Mm-hmm. They never get, they never actually use them like this. That's the infuriating thing. It, test screenings tend to be used as a cudgel with which to beat Finn. I'll take that. That's a oh, Finn. you're right. That's I do. Mine. I do <laughs> love you, this. This the eyes <laughs> on it. <laughs> <laughs> But those proportions are correct. <laughs> <laughs> but the, um, uh, uh, the idea that like test screenings could potentially be something whereby a filmmaker could actually 
genuinely see a reaction to something and adjust and tweak the film based on that. Right. Whereas usually they're a cudgel with which a studio will try and diminish the um the uh the level of authority that, that the directors have. Like this idea of the audiences aren't responding to it. It's time to retool this. And that's how you end up with like a really weakened product. It seems, yeah. I don't know. I'm, yeah. no, no, you're I'm right. not convinced that test screening is actually a bad thing. I think, especially when you're dealing with a medium that has a to necessary evil, I would have thought. Yeah. You have to connect with a big audience yeah. potentially, you know, did I, we get yeah, men judges there? We did. Did we drink more? Oh, we did. Okay. <laughs> right, go on one more. Well, He's still misjudging now. So. Oh, there you go. There he is, misjudging. Yeah. Look at his suit. <laughs> Threat in America, 4th of July. Yeah. See, I didn't look into that. What did you see in, in that, Patrick? Did you research any like deeper though, meanings? I, I, not bullshitting, I just was like, 4th of July, right, What what is that? That's America. And then I read into it, and it was like, I did find something on that Jaws is an attack on America because it's the Independence Day yeah. and it's a threat on America. It's a foreign invader. Um, yeah. Oh, in, in our waters, you never usually see them in our capitalism. <laughs> That's yeah. great. You're all the, just for the audience, just all the, the, the paraphernalia. And there's a bit with this, uh, uh, Jaws, Jaws the shark, shark arcade game, isn't there? It's, it's yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. I loved when Gali pointed that out. It's that, really, that, yeah, it's really good. Somebody had said, "Look, somebody's getting attacked by a shark. Let's let's find that old <laughs> arcade game and yeah. put it out." It's so cynical and, and brilliant, but also totally believable of society. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what they would do. They, and this is like the this is the equivalent of people coming up with memes for a horrific thing that literally just happened and like yeah. within 10 minutes somebody's trying their very hardest to come up with some bullshit little like one panel gag yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and john williams is on fire here with this the, yeah. the the summer summer ginks i believe they're called the people visiting amity there it is, there it is. The game. that's an impressive looking game for 1974 75 <laughs> Yeah. Killer shark. <laughs> Check out the yellow in this it's shot. Fucking everywhere. You got barrels, towels. There's. They've just they literally walk. Why is it like six people right through the middle of the scene in yellow tops? And Brody mm. started in a mid shot, and he's gone out to a wide, and he's coming close to the camera now. I love all that shit. <laughs> Fascinating rhythm. <laughs> If I ever have a boat, it's called Fascinating Rhythm. Let's face it. This is Peter Benchley, yeah. the the uh, the novelist. Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah. Looks like a writer. Is he a New Englander? Is that his? I don't know where he's from, but that was his uh, little cameo. And there's a great oh. helicopter scene in Jaws too, Devlin. Hmm. Jaws two, the helicopter shot. There's a guy with a with a very strange seventies beard that gets devoured in a, <laughs> no, in, in a helicopter. There's it's it's been so long. I've not seen Jaws two. Me and Gally watched Jaws two together in in the house back in Ooh, back in Leeds. talking two thousand seven. Oh god, yeah. Drink. Why aren't you in the water? Hmm. And the only thing that I really remember. 
is um in jaws 2 there's this really there's this really weird shot that always stuck with us which is um the chief is up on his little watchtower and the camera is is panning um across the waterline and then it does mm. a rack focus to the to the chief and it's one of the worst rack focus i've ever seen in any film well it is Jeanette schwartz the, the, the director of um santa claus the movie it could be is the it? Jeffrey Kramer connection. So he, right. the, the guy that made Santa Claus, the movie, made Jaws too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, just just that. I, I don't know. I don't know why that stuck out. I guess it's just it's because the second film tracks so closely to the first visually. Yeah, I get confused here. It's like, is that bit in Jaws or Jaws Two where he sees the school of bluefish? I get really but it confused. Just, it just looks worse, and it's quite yeah. jarring. Of you know, there are certain times when it's just a just a bit obvious. You know, when you you see when you get a direct comparison. So I'm I'm intrigued to watch Jaws Two again because I feel like it's probably better than I remember. It, it's the best of the sequels, I would argue. It's better than three and four. But um, four, four is so funny. And Michael Caine scores mega points with me. He's so funny in it. Hoagie. I'm a big I'm a big Jaws 3 apologist. I think it's terrible, but I love See, it. I, I, I hope I like Jaws 3 when I revisit it. But I don't, Coca-Cola product placement. And any teetotalers out there who are drinking water and, and drinking Coke along with this one? Um, there you go. Oh, that's the Jaws bridge from the Jeffrey Kramer video that he sent us on Cameo. Hmm. Um, you, you can see that Jaws bridge very clearly. So our good friend Jeffrey Kramer, yeah, who is now our best friend, <laughs> he loves the pod. He checked out our pod. Friend yeah. of the show. He lives in he lives in the area. Like he's a, he's a native, I guess. What? No, no. The, uh, Jeffrey Voorhees is the kid. Was that an underwater POV? He runs. That was an underwater. Uh, was it? Davin, you can't drink water. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. He's hydrating. That's the way we do it. Bullshit. It's just my problem is that <laughs> these pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, underwater PV. Underwater PV. Mayor's misjudging things. Mayor misjudges. misjudges. Caught and killed. Oh no, I should have bought another bottle. I'm gonna run out. I'm gonna have to All go. Right, white. Mr. Mega Pint. <laughs> can can you do white and uh, red and white? That's not a great oh Finn combination. You know Finn, what they say? Fake Finn. Finn uh, drink, yeah, Finn drink. Finn. Yeah, there's a there's a rhyme about it, right? Red and white, you'll feel shite. <laughs> <laughs> wine and beer. Oh dear, beer and yep. wine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Am I right? I'm not going to beer though. I'm going to go to white, from red wine to white wine. I'm also going to transition to a nice Chardonnay after this. Three five zero. Oh, I love that bit. Um, we've no whistles. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to um. You can almost see his testicle. The life <laughs> testicles drink. <laughs> the lifeguard's shorts. You almost saw his bollock. Uh, just think how many stray testicles you would have seen in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's wearing the worst shorts. Put the mouse back in the house. This is a family place. There was a mesh lining, but 
it's it's long since perished. <laughs> These kids are getting all right. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. They're getting tipped off their lilos. This is, I mean, this is where you get into the kind of, you know, this is very much the people are awful section. Yes. It's very effective though. That that low angle, these low angle shots. Are the older guy as well that's passed out on brutal. The, that always gets me. Yeah. Oh no. I this mean, is where he should have realized. Patrick, more than anyone else, you must know how difficult it is to actually, um, Finn, to actually Finn, drink, suggest like carnage. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I suggest carnage. Why all the does time, Patrick though? know how to suggest carnage? We've met. Um, no, <laughs> I, I just—I uh, I remember what happened to Leeds in the mid two thousands. But more importantly, oh Patrick, you ma- you would marshal large crowds of people, and I like that must yeah. be extremely dangerous. Increasingly kind so. Of like I always think it's hard for me to judge because this is a completely different era, and. Child protection laws of, of um This is my favorite. This is my absolute favorite line delivery in the entire then... film. <laughs> I don't mind her performance. Like... Oh no, I don't mind it at all. I think it's great. That's my favorite delivery. Oh Brody. He's so good, isn't he? Shut like yeah. um but yeah, sorry Patrick. So the idea of like marshalling like crowds of people. It's hard for me to judge, but it does look like it was easier back then. (laughs) Because you didn't have to give a fuck, right? (laughs) The job I'm on at the moment, um, there's been a lot of paperwork on the kids and there's parent, Finn, there's a lot of um, parent indemnity forms and child protections and NDAs and there's a lot of paperwork to get through and, and children are very rightly very protected. Oh, he's out of the bath. Like this. Well, let's wait till we see the bed. Oh my god! Drink. Fuck me, that's so good. Hello. Whoa! Oh no No way! It's a it's a good leg. Bit of blood. Oh, severed leg. Blood Blood. drink. I should have bought another. I'm gonna have to go with the white. This is an amazing shot. That when, like, why yeah. did you not go for the kid and the swooping off to the right? Yeah, yeah. There's a fin. He's had his fill. Maybe he's still. Like, he's picking. Oh god! Every bloody hell. But Devin, oh. yeah, like this. Several things here. Like, um, is the weather cold? That all these people are topless. How cold are they? Do I need blankets? They, they shot it in May. So May, the, the, the guy that played Alex Pentness told, yeah, he said that it was a little cooler. Oh, that's a good shot to reveal the legs are still alive. Very good. Um, yeah. But it's that, you can see, I can see wind through the hair there. So I'm thinking of maintenance. Those kids are wet. I've got to look after those kids because they're getting wet and hypothermic kind of worries for me there. That kid crying there, how'd you get that performance out of it? You know, it, it's the kids in the yeah. water. It's... um. It's very highly, you'd have to be highly choreographed and the health and safety and risk assessment you have to go through. I feel like there's an element of aquaphobia there. Boom, this one, definitely. Aquaphobia. Is that your, was that yours or Gally's favourite? No, not mine. I think it might have been Gally's. He he liked that one and also the shot through the, through the, the, the the dried out. Yeah. 
Quint Shack. There's a lot of old uh, people on the audio in the um, on the beach there, Devlin as well, and there's welfare for them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of th- things like this. When you think of like if I did a scene now or a film now that's set today, relatively it's a lot easier anyway. Right now I'm on a period film. There's a lot of wigs and got to ta- cover up tattoos and piercings because we live in a modern world and there's a lot of personalities going on. But back then, you know, like if you're doing a film that's set today, really it's it's a lot easier from mm. a costume and appearance point of view. But yeah, I don't know, on a beach like that, there's a lot of people. It's it's hard when you're on location anyway. I feel like we should drink one more time because he's still misjudging. He's not quite sure what he's going to do. Misjudgment. He's got a pen, which is helpful. <laughs> oh, if I may say, though, he is smoking in a hospital, particularly <laughs> in a hospital near a sick child. So I think... You're just jealous that you couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, I I do love... Um, while we're on 70s Spielberg, I, lo- I love the... Um, uh, uh, I'm a big Columbo fan. It's been mentioned a few times. Obviously, Spielberg uh, was... One more uh, thing, Devlin. My wife loves you, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he directed the first kind of... I don't the, agree with the that first... in the workplace. <laughs> Hitchmo. Uh... Coventry Conference. Uh, Chicago Detective. That'd be odd, wouldn't it? Uh, uh, one more thing. Uh, my... <laughs> but uh, Columbo's forever smoking, like, cigars literally everywhere. Frequently in medical at one point he goes in to see i think it's um there's an episode with leonard nimoy as a heart surgeon and he's in the post-op ward of a heart surgery (laughs) and he is smoking a cigar over the guy's open wound (laughs) ah there's the apricot brandy is anybody drinking apricot brandy out there if you are tweet us (laughs) please Someone drink apricot brandy. Brady? Brandy. I couldn't get it in Korea. I tried. What about foie gras? Have you got anyone got that on the go? <laughs> He's got blood on his hands. He's got blood on his hands. Blood drink. Oh. Here's the dr- toast. Oh, is that a sea shanty? Not quite. Not <laughs> it's a triple. It's a treble. It's a, it, that's a toast. Okay. I'm drinking anyway. Ah, uh, oh, there's booze. They're drinking booze. Fucking hell. Shark faces. Oh, God. Um, Look at his shelf. Look at the tomato sauce on the shelf. That's that, that's that shelf from that student film, Devin. Oh. It's just uh, rice pudding in there. Yeah, that's definitely booze. I'd never, I'd never drink. I'd never cooked rice pudding for myself before. <laughs> like, I'd eaten rice pudding at, like, school, like, in primary school. But the um, the the trolley full of rice pudding was the first time I made it for myself. <laughs> oh, day sailing! This this sounds like nautical lingo, I guess. Yeah, who's who's got nautical lingo? Is that you? That's Dan? me. Okay, I'll take drink. It. Great white. Fuckers. Shark jargon. Drink. Fucking hell! This is this is brutal. <clears throat> it is. Um, Matt Porkers. So you've you've had to transition. You've gone. You've gone f- from red to white. No, I haven't. I'm almost. When, when I do go to white, I'm going to the Marjwang. 
<laughs> which which California the one? The, the, the Mahjong is a Chardonnay. It's a 2016. Oh. It's oh, uh, Quint Taunt? Uh, 2016. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, he is taunting him. He is he's taunting, taunting him. drink. Give me your hands as a taunt. Ooh. Where is Mahjong <laughs> from? Uh, Korea. I think it's <laughs> from Korea. Nice. I don't understand the label. I've been here for a long time and I still don't understand the label. Like, I know that it shouldn't be because it's very childlike. It's very, I've got a very childlike brain at times, especially when drinking heavily. But there is just something quite entertaining about um, foods and or drinks from places where you would not expect to find them from being from. I know yeah. it's very, it's very silly, but um, I, I don't know. I just, when I, when I was in Japan for a bit, I was surprised like you'd never really think of japanese wine and it's it's to be fair they don't really right. make any that i ever tried i don't think i i, I drank i drank coins mate oh drink oh temperature gauge this is sounds jargony jesus that sounds nautical mm-hmm oh quince oh, laughing i'm going to say that's a taunt that's 3 in a row <laughs> Good lord! So I, I am also going to be going on to Chardonnay. It's, again, it's so, Australian. Seven, when, it... when you're saying like foods and drinks from other places, I don't know why, but I just had a flashback to when you and I drank that cheap Polish lager from that corner shop that time. <gasps> Polish lager is the best, though. Oh man, that got us it's it's one of those up. it's one of those things that until you move to um, certain more exciting pockets of London, you don't realize just how incredible the range of internet fuck me have you ever had a a, a de boe d-e-b-o-w-e yeah uh, it was a de mock oh, see shanty and i don't oh, hey, oh spanish ladies the streets of galley in his absence <laughs> and a can crushing because i've just finished another can do it oh lovely i'm not gonna crush on my glasses though it's from ikea <laughs> I love um, um, I love Hooper's smile and acknowledgement here. It's a nice moment. You know, like choosing to stick on uh, Dreyfus's face there is pretty good. Um, coming up here is not just one of the great quotes, but also one of the more embarrassing moments of my very brief and short-lived career in the um, uh, industry, in the film industry. Uh, Richard Zanuck produced the only actual real life feature film that I ever worked on, which was Alice in Wonderland. Wonderland. Ah. And Richard Zanuck was on set one day. No and way. I was working with our, our good friend, Luke, who'd got me the gig. Uh, uh, cause at the time I, at the time I was working in a, um, <laughs> in, in Darlington uh in in a uh like a just a horrible kind of admin job and he called up and he was like do you want like a, a couple of weeks on on a film and i was like, yes for fuck's sake please get me out of whatever i'm doing right now so i went down to portsmouth plymouth plymouth it was and i went i went to plymouth and i, I was working on this film and richard Zanuck See shanty drink oh cheers <laughs> and um uh we were moving a bunch of gear on a little cart and it started raining and I said, I said to Luke, I said, ah, I see you brought your rubbers. <laughs> <laughs> and Richard Zanuck absolutely 
did not understand what I was doing, nor did he care because he is a wealthy <laughs> old American man. And I was, uh, you know. I, I would have thought he would have understood that and nope. thought, you are with me now. You are. See Shanty? See Shanty. Oh, see Shanty. Yo, ho, ho. Blood. If you get in touch with Selway to talk about split diopters, he'd be good. Oh, blood. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, there is a uh, there is a photograph of me on the internet. You can see uh, uh, the lead actress from Alice in Wonderland, whose name I cannot remember because I am oh, Mia Wasikowska. Mia Wasikowska, uh, who was very nice, um, and she's talking to Richard Zanuck, and you can see you can see my mid to late two thousands. Horrendous, greasy, indie yeah, metal hair. You can see the back of my head in, <laughs> and they used that photo on his um, obituary for a couple of newspapers. No. So the back of my head. Was oh, this around uh, the time we went to download? Um, let's let's tip one. Yeah. Let's tip one for Richard Zanuck. Oh, yeah. okay. Also the uh, also the producer of Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. I will never stop shoehorning Russ Meyer into this podcast. It will never end. Um, Matt, I think you've transitioned. In, uh, your wine, excuse me, that's really bad sentence. Marjuan. Oh my God, look at the colour of that. I cannot I've quite... used the same glass. <laughs> oh, okay, that, that might help me. That might help explain it, because I was, I was hoping to explain to the listeners at home that that is... That looks thick. <laughs> it looks like a peach... It looks yeah, like um, Lefe beer. Do you know Lefe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It does look it's like that. amber. Yeah, it doesn't taste like that. <laughs> Just syrup in your mouth, <laughs> chewing on it. <laughs> My dad loves saying that when you're pissed and you're struggling with a pint. He's like, you're chewing on that pint, there, son. <laughs> <laughs> um, little little brown eel. Little brown eel. It counts. It's Michael Lingo. This this is one of the greatest suspense sequences in the film because I, I tried to write about it, but I, I feel like I failed. They, they there are so many different things going on. The chief is tying the uh, the knot, yeah. and uh, Quint is aware Ooh, the of the bite. Yeah, let's eat the cracker. Have you got a cracker, Patrick? I found one. A half um, <laughs> Just down the back of the uh, sofa. Um, there's, 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 in my beard. I there's it a, out. a beautiful little <laughs> moment of um, when um, when Hooper chastises um, Brody, mm. and Quint kind of says, "Just ask me next time which road yeah. to pull." Mm. Right, and that's like it's great that you know trying to kind of I don't know just the volatile dynamics of these three guys together. Or they're they're united in the in the same aim, but there's there's all these little kind of um, just ag- micro like microaggressions, I guess. I love that ticking of the the um, the line, and that's as a score moment is terrific too. Is that Jaws' score? I mean, it is the it is the score to the movie Jaws. <laughs> if you insist, you're the enforcer of the. I'm going to go. That's Jaws. Thing. That's a. That's a. Yeah. Look at the fucking timing. Oh, the timing! It's... So good. Yeah. 
And also, I'm convinced they're in the middle of the sea. And it's all to do with the angles. They, they may well only be 100 metres off the shore, but it's very convincing. I frequently ask friends of mine to pour water on my crotch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that back in the day when you used to do the, what was that like? That, that chisel show where there sparks flying from the metal pants. Is that what you used to do? <laughs> <laughs> Chainsaw yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, when I'd go down the, the dingy metal clubs and, <laughs> and I would angle grind my metal underwear. <laughs> angle grind. <laughs> <laughs> oh. When you see the like this kind of shot of the boat mm. and you just see how like just how small it is just how fragile yeah. and small and and yeah just line just lining your three characters up like that i can't imagine he'd actually be lifting like pulling in an actual great white shark is that strong though, right that? i can't imagine it either <laughs> fucking hell but i guess we've kind of built him up to be the, the there's, there's yeah there's a suspension of disbelief just because i I like that he he is out of his depth. He he's yeah. encountered sharks his whole life, and at this point, he doesn't know what to do. Mm. It, yeah, he he's like impressed, isn't he? And he's quite enjoying the challenge. Yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> and they all have roles. Like Hooper drives the boat, and uh, yeah. and, and Chief. Mr. Hooper drives. Uh, Chief has to do the, the chumming and, you know, they all have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. And he has like a, a suntan on his nose. Yeah. So it's, the details are so great. Because they are very character driven details. And Yeah. Um, That's quite a subtle split diopter, I think, that previous yeah, shot. That was nice. Oh, did I miss one then? Yeah. The, when he says the wire is showing, it was. Um, oh, see, that's so good. I didn't even see it. Like I say, I, I, I prefer a. Well, not prefer. I love a massively over the top split diopter, but it it wouldn't work in something like this. And look at this. Because see, it, see this shot here, like talking of like mod. Oh, sorry, Devin. Oh, I just said like it's like a split diopter always seems to me like artifice, and that's exactly what you don't want right now. You want everything to be, you know, you want to be in there with them. Humans can't focus on two things. No, you're right. Like everything can be used if it's deployed in the right way mm. at the right time. You're right. <laughs> it proves one thing. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> I don't feel like people bully college boys in the feet. Yeah. Yeah, fuck him. I'm with I'm with the uh, I'm with Quint at this point. I um uh, uh, the 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 poster that I made for the for the cover art for the last episode, the the Brody kind of sketch, um, I kind of like doing it. So um, I I sort of uh, I got a little inspired. I think I want to do um, a series. I want to do th the the three main characters. I want to do I want to do the sketch of of all three. So there's you know there's mm. the one of Chief. I want to do one for Quint. I want to do one for Hooper. And the That's one for great. Hooper that I want to do is of him jamming his, <laughs> yeah. his, his, uh, his, his little pinky. Yeah. Well, he, he's the Spielberg avatar at that point. He's right. the guy who's making fun of the, the macho man. Yeah. I don't want to be, you know, 
I, I I don't think of myself as too picky on this stuff, but I'm not sure I'd want to jam a pair of disgusting boat gloves into both corners of my mouth. Is this the shot that you mentioned, Patrick, where you didn't know There's how another one. It? I think it's the same kind of setup, but this looks handheld. This, well, I'm looking left of frame there. I'm like, what is that? But it, this all looks handheld. So there's someone up there and you've got to hide the shadow and you've got to hide like, it doesn't look like mm. a crane shot. You know, it, I don't think it can be at that point. But... Drink. It's, it's mad. Why are we drinking? Oh, there's a bucket. Bucket of blood. And, and, uh, and there's, there's blood and also Quint just knocked <gasps> over. Oh my God, I almost dropped the M&Ms. Okay. Good. <laughs> Dropping a chum marker of M&Ms here. That toothpick. Oh, Hello. Shark and... pops up. Shark pops out. Who's that? Is that me? Oh, That's me. he looks so good. That's me. That's you. And you know what? That was it for the uh, the jammy red. So, um, ladies the red's and finished. Are you on the white with me? Oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh, corkscrew. Uh, it's, a, it's a screw cap. Screw top, even. <laughs> I'm a very cheap Oh, you're going to need a bigger boat. Oh. That's me. You're going to need a bigger boat. Drink. Oh, oh Drink. hang on. I need to pop. I love the way that uh, oh shark pops out. Yep, again. Oh, and a fin. Oh, hold on, not yet. A fin. It's a fin. Fins. Fins. You could go shut off that engine, also being nautical lingo. But Jesus Christ, I love the way that the, the, the um, Quint sort of accepts his fate. You can see it in his eyes that that yeah. it's coming for him. Well, there's there's a payoff as well. You know, like Gally loves a setup and payoff. Mm-hmm. And when we get that Indianapolis story, and he then breaks, the, that looks fucking great. By the way, that shark swimming. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. And and then tells that story and breaks the radio comms, and it gets him, and it chews him in half like his mate. Set yeah. up and payoff. It's we're gonna need a bigger boat. Did did we drink to to that? No, we said you said you're gonna need a bigger boat, which he's already said. That one is we're gonna need a bigger boat. So right. I drink around about and, and so Finn, should you. Drink. I encourage you to drink, listener at home. <laughs> That's Spielberg's I mean, cameo. That's Spielberg. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! It sounds like him as well. At the yeah. time, you wouldn't. Of course, that that wouldn't have registered with anyone. No. We didn't know his voice at that point until like post ET. Ah, I, I heard that the the first the first shooting star is real, and I I would debate. I I don't know. Aquaphobia. I, yeah, acrophobia. Oh, it's acrophobia. Oh, okay. Hmm. Oh, yes, no. the, certainly the second of the shooting stars is. Uh, not Harpoon. just an optical is not just an optical, but not one of the best opticals. Yeah, you it looks animated. Slide. But like, why is there two in thirty seconds? It's really. They weird. said it's real. They, they said the first one is real, but I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. See, I that, see that shot there when they're both all three of them are on the boat there, and it's 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 up and down. Like even that, that there's three actors there on a really unstable surface, and I don't believe that they're wired in and safety lines i don't think so and i think you'd be safety lined these days it's really there's an explosion soon with with hooper too 
Do, do you know that the bit where it explodes and Hooper is? It's a fin. Uh, is that another diopter just then? It was a. It was a fin. Oh, fin! Fucking hell. Oh shit! But, um, we haven't even got barrels yet. Yeah. It it is possible that they. Um, I mean, they, they've shown that they are using some split diopters on these things. Yeah, mm. they're very good. I like the. Um, I do like the uh, the the don't wait for me. You know? Yeah. Well, this score moment is my favorite. Yeah. As the barrel is released, that's my favorite. This bit, go. Blood. That's my favorite bit. Yeah, that's very. Um, I, I was talking to um, to Kiara about this, and she said like it almost seems kind of. It almost seems like it works against what you should be feeling at the time. Yeah. It's a fun adventure music. Like It is. It's, it's an adventure when it should be more suspenseful. It's uh, a pirate pirate music, mm. uh, yeah. Williams and, called it. And it really, it feels like the sort of thing whereby, because this is an exercise in tension, without that, without the, without the, 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 the rousing, every time something goes right for this them. This is a great shot of Quint. Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, I love it. When you have these little rousing moments, it's very Indiana Jones, I think, that the adventure. Yeah, it, it's, and it's, uh, this and Raiders are very close mm. together. And if you didn't have that, you would be tense as an audience member all the time, and it would probably be still very effective as a mood piece. But would it be the sort of thing that you, Matt, or Galley would come back? Like, Galley used to fall asleep to this film. Which is insane. <laughs> That's yeah. an insane thing to think. That is also yeah. a stunning shot. Great shot. But like, would that be is that is that part of it? This idea that, you know, people are drinking. Cheers. Oh yeah. Um, drink. Booze drink. But is that one of those things whereby it's it's an exercise in, in horror and tension, but it also it pulls you along for this, you know, Moby Dick esque. We're all on an adventure vibe, and they yeah. they modulate it so well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to see something permanent? Hooper looks fucked at this bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a tough one. Like, um, how do you guys feel about the idea of um? People acting drunk while being drunk. Wait, sorry, one more time. <laughs> would, would like, was was there ever su uh, a suggestion that these guys were drunk when they were on set, or was this just too? I mean, Bro Brody is is clearly the most in control. Was there a su was there a suggestion that the two guys were pissed? And what do you think about? Uh, people getting drunk for drunk scenes do you think that it is a cheap way out do you think that actors should be able to modulate their performance without having to uh, for example like, um... uh, like simon Pegg talked about it on um the world's end where he had different right. levels of of being drunk and he had like different numbers for whatever you know to, to try and modulate yeah. how drunk he was like 
per scene. It'd be a number three or it'd be a number five or a number eight yeah. or whatever. And yeah, I, I drink to I your think, leg. Play, yeah, drink to your leg. Just on this one, when, when um, Brody looks at his stomach, his abdomen there, Matt. Yeah. Um, we talked about the podcast and I, yeah. I was listening back to it. I do think I missed the trick there that you caught very well. That is, that's a medical scar and he doesn't feel like a man or you can compare it or bring it to the table mm-hmm. like these two. Well, it could be. It could be. I feel like, yeah, I think that's a really good observation. But yeah, just because because this is such good drunk acting. Yeah, my my dad From always the... said that his favorite drunk actor was Neil Morrissey in Men Behaving Badly. <laughs> now you've like that's a that's a BBC sitcom, so I mean, of course that would be. You watch Neil Morrissey, just... you watch Back of Them, and there's some yeah. fucking great drunk acting in it. Because yeah. if you get like um like a Dylan Moran in Black Books, mm-hmm. yeah, obviously he's an incredible, you know. Well, that was his stand-up routine at the time anyway. Oh, yeah. And what's great is that... Or uh, Quirk, is it Pauline Quirk? No, wait, what was the Coogan drunk that he did? The man... the Pauline Cuff. That was a great drunk. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, um, D- Dylan Moran was so good at it that people thought Dylan Moran was pissed. But it's like, no, of course he's not. Like, that's so incisive and accurate <clears throat> stuff. Yeah. It? Oh. Here, uh, 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 Indianapolis drink. It's the speech. We should probably watch this bit, shouldn't we? Mm-hmm. Just his whole delivery here. A little slur. Just a little bit. Yeah. You know what is um a bit of a, a weird observation about these um Look at the lighting on uh, Hooper as well, by the way. So, yeah. Excuse me. And and on Brody that that half and half with the black turtleneck, but um, these kind of like a Robert Shaw has that, you know, he has the look of a you know, if you go twenty years back, this dude would have looked like a matinee idol. He would have been a handsome guy, right? You can just tell from the from the features. Yeah, and then you've got this sort of it's the same with an Ollie Reed. You've got like these guys who you know. At one point, they looked like these absolute specimens, and then they get lived, you know, experience. Mm. And it reads on their face. They get the lines. They get. He pulls out his teeth at one yeah, point. The, 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 the face is great to look at, isn't it? Yeah. When it's reading these lines here, you are yeah. completely entranced. No blinking, which is. That's how you know this this guy was trained, and he's he's rattling this off probably longer screen time than Judy Dench was in Shakespeare in Love, and you know <laughs> she won an Oscar for that. You look at yeah. this scene and you think this is fucking stellar. Do you think that this is because we've had an amount of time whereby we've not um, we've not really considered the? I mean, we've had the shark, and we had the adventure of of you know, we've we've managed to shoot these little darts into the shark, and we've got the barrels on the shark, and this is the this is the waiting game, and it's been a while since we've had um, 
visual evidence within the film of how lethal it can be. We haven't had any bloodletting for a while. Big gap. But it's been, the, um, what was it? The, the, it was the stunty, the last death. Um, I don't know, actually. I, I, um, I've lost the thread. I feel like we should defer to Matt on this. Matt. Hello. Um, who was the last person to die in this film from this point? It, it's is Quinn. It Kinder? No, no. Um, for, b- b- prior to this, is it? Prior to Quinn? It's the, oh, it's, it's, in the, uh, it's in the pond, yeah. Yeah, the stunty. Maybe it's the stunty, yeah, on, in the pond. Yes. Devlin was just saying that this is our first kind of, well, let's, let's, let's remind us how serious this is. We're recalibrating the danger levels because we've, we've, had, yeah. that adventure we've, had, our, we've had our bonding moments and we've, had our, we've, yeah. we've, shot the, um, we've shot the harpoons into it successfully and we've got the barrels on it. And... That look on Dreyfus's face there, it's great. Yeah. But also there's no let up here. We've had all that. The film's really. Oh, sea shanties, drink. It's really mm-hmm. like reminded us of stuff and slowed down. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait, what's that? And yeah. Crack on again. I have to refill again. <laughs> uh-huh. It's not a sea shanty, but I think we should drink to it. Yeah, go on. Mm-hmm. About an hour ago. <laughs> it's a lovely moment, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, Matt, you've you've mentioned uh oh oh barrel pops up barrel drink. Um, Matt, you've mentioned some of the making ofs. I must admit that I have not watched any. Is there an amount of focus on this scene? The shark is not working. It's my favorite. Uh, there's one called um, uh, The Making of Jaws by Laurent Buzaro, who does a lot of DVD um, making ofs. That's, that's, you know, really worth a watch. Yeah. Do they talk about this scene? Um... In the Indianapolis speech, they do discuss. Was this was this always here, and did it always have such central importance? Was it in the book? Sorry, give, give me one more break. There's another can, Devlin. <laughs> well, I'm not putting out a fire. I'm putting out my can of beer. It's, it's great that this um, that all that still and calm we talked about. And then bang, literal bang, like yeah. this sharp motherfucker's back and just does not give him any respite. What's kind of mad is we talk about Jaws as being... Um, you talk about what? We talk about J- Jaws, the film. Jaws the shark? You know the, you know the film Jaws? Fuck off. J- J- Here a... comes Jaws with his massive shark. Uh, Jaws. Yeah. Oh, barrels popped up. Oh, barrels popped Cheers. up. Yep, yep. Um, we talk about... Jaws as a film as being essentially like the um like ground like year zero for the the, the, the summer blockbuster. But I mean you're talking about a film that for fifty percent of its runtime is three people on a small boat <laughs> with 
with a mechanical shark that didn't work very well. Sea shanty. I. I mean. Cheers. Cheers. Um, shooting star. Yes. Cue the second one in. I swear it comes up soon. Don't, yeah. No. It, maybe it I, was in I, the same I, shot. I don't know. I've seen it. Um, but you know, just. It just feels like um, the, these narratives, these kind of weird meta, overarching meta narratives we make about the way that the the, the film industry or Hollywood or fucking whatever, like, because every, every, everyone has to kind of um, contextualize everything. Barrel pops up. Barrel pops up. Jules <laughs> theme drink. This... Stern. Nautical lingo drink. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Shit the head. Grab the boat hook, nautical lingo. Yeah. Sorry, what is that? Yeah. Right. Torn apart there. This idea that we have to um you have to give like a uh, um like a linear narrative to the way that like the film industry works. The idea that like this film influenced this film and it's like a, mm. this is how we get to this and it's all fucking bullshit. It's all just a kind of we make these things to make ourselves feel better because it makes things feel like they were on some kind of rails somewhere. But I do find it insane that this is like people talk about this as being year zero for the summer blockbuster. Yeah. I don't see how this is so much different to so many uh, why is this a blockbuster but like the god shark Ooh, pops shark, out shark pops up. wow oh blood. blood oh my god thin uh. <laughs> <laughs> matt we're coming for you matt, matt might be a bit quiet for the for the rest of the episode uh to the yeah, listener at home excuse don't me. worry about it Everything's fine. He, he um he was comparing scars and um, I I, yeah. I was trying to figure out like why was this I was trying to think of things to compare it to you know I was like two thousand one was a major film with visual effects mm. and, like yeah yeah, yeah was that two thousand one didn't and I that that's a tough one because I mean two thousand one is you would think it's an art house movie i guess I suppose but... so. science fiction as well but you know like even things like errol flynn's robin hood that made lo- loads of money and casablanca finn. made loads of finn made loads of money and gone with the wind excuse me you know uh, it... <sighs> hard to compare well we just in a new audience and a new frame of mind filmmaking but spielberg has definitely done something here that's real adventure and accessible and more universal i think was it as much was it as much the release Harpoon? schedule um what I, to I target a summer audience i think i've uh, um i've i must have name checked this book more than once in the in the podcast which is uh peter biskins um yeah. easy riders raging bulls yeah and he kind of talks about it. Friend more of the show, Lev, loves that book. It, it, it's great. It's it's really bitchy and gossipy and kind of fun and you know like I like that kind of shit. I don't know. There's there's definitely um, 
there's there's definitely something to to say for this kind of of book of these kind of you but know all this right now is like errol flynn pirate adventure oh just yeah, like yeah, yeah bombastic kind of swashbuckling adventure film and it's and and matt's right in that it's all in the score completely that could be a pirate ship right now and yeah it's what's actually happening is 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 kind of remarkably small scale Mm, yeah five degrees pot nautical lingo i mean all of this is nautical lingo it all counts but is it is a blockbuster born of the difficulties they had and the budget they threw at it and decided studios were like right let's invest more and see what more gets us and yeah, if if you are drinking every time you hear Norco Lingo in this scene, God bless you. God, yeah. Um, I'm going to join you. I shouldn't. What was the last? Harder port. Nautical. Oh, my God. Harpoon coming up in three, two, one. Harpoon. Blood. To the fin. Is that a double? Blood. Oh, God. Blood to the fin. fin. And a fin. I love the way he shoots. Yep. And he... Don't miss Brody, come on. Blood. Blood, Finn. Blood, Finn. Uh, Good lord above. Well, well, what were the other big films in the 70s before this? When was Charlie's house? Godfather was huge. Godfather was the same year as this, right? Oh, better barrels pop up. Drink. Godfather would have been Godfather was what 72 I think Chinatown was like 75 there's something just a little bit more and this sits right in the middle of the auto driven new Hollywood I mean the Godfather's accessible but it's also it's intentionally it's slow pace, but it's also yeah. serious and like really. Hmm. Starboard. Oh, oh God's sake. Did the barrels come up again? I don't know. As I say, barrels. <laughs> oh, I thought it said shagum then, but it was snagum. Okay, that's when you know you've had a few drinks. Just a little insight into what happens in. Hour two point five. <laughs> <laughs> this is um this shot of Hooper when he grimaces to the camera. It always reminds me though of the Must Love Jaws uh, comedy yeah. video, like cry little sister, I shall not. G Tom Mac, so good. It's just, <laughs> I I think this is why I won't. This, I, I think, this is what I mean when it's like, um, the, that rope is literally turning that boat. Yeah. It's wild. I guess this is what I mean that, like, I don't know. Th- there are times where you just you end up with this kind of idea that um, phrases get used in such a way that they end up just kind of losing all meaning. So I don't see any correlation between a film like this and the films that in only a few years from here would be considered blockbuster filmmaking. I Oh when I oh shark just popped the top. Shark pops up. Jaws the shark. Drink. But after this you got Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Back to the Future. 
Um, oh, shot pops up. Wow, it looks amazing. Harpoon drink. Um, and you start to. <laughs> I always love that. Just the spray of seaweed. Well, there's a little hesitation from from Robert Shaw, <laughs> which makes me think that he did not agree to being <laughs> splashed at that Ooh. point. Barrel pops up. Blood. <laughs> I didn't agree to be splashed. <laughs> He seems genuinely pissed off. <laughs> Have you been on the, the Jaws ride? Have you been to Universal Studios? It wasn't working when I went. Oh, of course it yeah. wasn't. The shop I wasn't working, been on it. as Matt would say. I have been on it and I and I loved it. Yeah. It I saw is, the shark great. because it was out of water, dry, right. uh, being repaired. But no, we couldn't go on it. It is honestly magnificent. Ah, I couldn't go in the Waterworld one either because it was broken when I went. Ah, no way. Gutted. Right. Yeah. So, so this, all of this. Oh, underwater POV. Drink. Oh, yeah, um, very good. Barrels pop up. Drink. No, they're going down. Barrels going to drown. Drink. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, barrel pops up. Now you can drink. Oh my god. I need more pretzels. I've eaten my cracker that I found that was apparently 12 years old. <laughs> I just feel like you should crumble it up into a chili, you know, in in, in honor of Colombo. There's, there's a few shots here, though, that, like, when the boat was tipped on its side there and they slide down, it's, it's shots and edited so well and integrated yeah. perfectly. I don't know, you know, I, we're not considering a technical level. That, that must have been in this studio, like, to... You know, to have the ballast of the boat and to 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 um, hydraulics or rig right. boats to, to tilt for that. Yeah, 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 they can't do that. Yeah, no, sea like that. Like, no, absolutely. <laughs> it's edited so well. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, that was a word from Matt there, who um, <laughs> taking a leave of absence as the shark has just pulled him under. I just um, I don't know why um. It just feels like sorry. the The way we talk about guys like a like a Robert Eggers or like mm-hmm. a filmmaker like that, the way that Spielberg handles this last thirty minutes, the small scale desperation. I'm saying about the rigging there, but that look, fuck me, this looks amazing. Shark popped up. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm drinking. I'm drinking. That's what like you're talking about stuff that that now if you if you try to pull this off you you're looking at you're going to be sidelined as an art house film. Mm. Yeah. You know, you you'll get Did you ever see that film Rubber? I did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Rubber comes like from Rubber. Jaws. Mhm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like it's yeah, it's almost like a like a it's the thing is it's not a parody because it's not like no. he's taking the piss out of anything. No. He's like he's playing around with the um with the conventions of a of of what you would expect to see. Sea shanty. Cheers. <laughs> um, well spotted, bloody hell. There was also some nautical bullshit, but honestly by this point. I mean we're we're racking up the points here aren't we 
Um, to our listeners at home, it's probably too late for you by now, but if I may say, oh, this is this one is. You've just poured a mega pint, you maddo. What I the did. hell? I did into my delightful crystal glasses that I got. They are very nice. They, I like the way you're handling them as well. It's very classy. Thank you very much. Well, you I'm don't... sticking with the quint cans. Oh, sea shanty drink. Sea shanty. And to all you fair Spanish ladies at home listening to, I this, mean, we've we've had a few us. um we've had a few quint taunts, but this is like but yeah, but they, are they taunts for the this is rage quint, which is a bit different. Exactly. This is what's so fantastic. Yeah, you go you you idiot. Yeah, you get this fantastic moment of Look like at that shot there with the smoke. That yeah, my god, like you get the um this is the the primal moby dick kind of hubris mm. right like this this guy has met his match and he is not willing he is not willing to be great frame here with broken up. glass those three yes. barrels i'd like and you, you, just the, when you consider the problems they had and what they achieved in this film technically mm. visually you know what i love is um I don't know much about the director of photography of this beyond oh, this film. I, Bill oh, Butler, right? Um, um, uh, I had a really good Because I know that obviously Spielberg moved on to... Yeah, uh, Anaconda, Devlin. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And now, and in the same year, he shot One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Fucking A. Oh, I mean, nothing but respect. Like, Anaconda might be the kind of film that ends up being a bit so of a Bill punchline. Butler, excuse me. Yeah, the, the, it might be a bit of a punchline, but fuck if it's not effective. Yeah, like there's a, there's a reason these films hang around, and yeah. uh, his work on Anaconda is, I I can see that now. Yeah, well, wait, I wrote um, that down because I was like, he doesn't do Anaconda unless he's done this. There's no way. Well, yeah, that's 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 fair. They are, if anything using him to bolster hey you did yours do you want to do it with a snake yeah sure how much are you paying me like michael kane and jaws four how much are you paying me and where am i going on holiday yep all of the worst shots in anaconda that was are the terrible ones sorry uh do you want to know another go no, no, I don't want another go. I, 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 I don't afford it. Do you, it's, um, do you want it stricken? Do you want it I'll, I'll put it down to five cans of quince um, beer. If I can uh, advise our listeners, based on my own personal experiences, that if you want to go to a Weatherspoons pub, you know, <laughs> politics notwithstanding, please do not. I don't because they did terrible things during the recession, uh, not recession, during lockdown, and. I will never spend a penny in there ever again. I, yes, I will also never take a shit in uh, <laughs> Weatherspoons. But uh, I used to because I lived in London for many years and was poor. How are we still living in London, Devlin? Like I used to live in uh, uh, Canada Water, and down by Canada Water Station, there is a Weatherspoons pub that has a huge portrait of Michael Caine. Wow. On the staircase to the toilets because he's from Rotherhithe. <laughs> he's uh, that's 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 his uh that's his locale. So if, if any of you are running the London Marathon as well, that is the worst section of it. You were in, in hell. Rotherhithe? 
Uh, is it Canada Water? Have I got the Canada right area? Water. It, hmm. Yeah, Rotherhide. Yeah, it's fucking. You're in hell at that point. <laughs> I wanted to die. God. <laughs> I honestly, I was, there's no one there. It's fucking awful. Um, this is such a beautiful kind of coming together of these. It's just that moment. I've got no spit. You know, why, where's that come from? It's just, you feel the jeopardy. You proper feel the jeopardy. I'm expecting all three to die at this point. Yeah. Oh, it's, I mean, Matt's, Matt's absolutely right. Like the John, Will, you, you don't want to heap too much onto John Williams because it's almost like um, what they always, we mentioned Star Wars previously, like what you always say about Star Wars, like, oh, it was saved in the edit and it was saved by the score. And Oh, really? I I didn't, I'm actually, I've never done that research. I've, yeah. A, a lot of people say that that's, you know, that uh, there were these, this is again, Peter, Gis, uh, Peter Biskind. Um, right. But that, yeah, um, essentially, the editors and the score saved Star Wars, and 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 I think um, oh, Jaws theme drink, drink underwater POV, I guess. Although that is, I thought it was specifically the shots. None POV. of these are POV yet. There will be okay. I'm barrels pop the up. Ah, barrels pop up. Oh, shit, man. Um, I want a cider. I think Quint would drink cider. Uh, That's a good shot. Is that a real shot? I think he was from the West Country. I think he would. He absolutely would. Um, Nope, that didn't work. (laughs) Trying to open my can of cider with an old can of beer and it did not work. So the listeners at home, I I don't want to puncture the absolute tension of this scene, but Patrick just tried to open a bottle of cider with like the ruined husk of of a can of lager, which... It went just about as well as you might expect. <laughs> oh shit, that noise just jarred me. I don't know what I was right, saving it go. with. What the fuck? Okay. Um, in terms of uh, absolute primal fear, what can you imagine that would be worse than being in what the fact that that cage ruptures immediately and it's not, he it's drops. It's to do with that. It's, it's to do with the shark getting in the cage with you yeah and until he drops is... he drops the uh um the only thing the only uh weapon that he felt that he had when he was going down there he dropped immediately like these, these are good shots aren't they they this is total horror right here. yeah the like, um this is, yeah i mean like has do you think spielberg took this from influence of hitchcock and i would i would imagine like um in terms of the blood i mean this is a shark attack so (laughs) fair listener you should have been drinking already and also i'm so sorry keep up listeners you've got to employ you know do the rules we're we're half cut now oh there you go we're half cut and one third down i found my belt buckle i got to open my cider with that so cheers I do, th- I do think these shots are um, effective the, the, with the real shark. Yeah, totally. If I was going to be hypercritical, I'd say that that shark is visibly smaller in scale to Jaws, Jaws the shark. 
but is is the uh, is the point oh my god that is such a great shot the um sorry the uh, uh um, was that the under in the lower the deck water, the, yeah the, yeah the water and the and the uh the, the broken pieces it's of clever. wood just kind of sliding like i can only imagine you've you've seen this patrick on the big screen and i've not you've seen it on the big screen with an orchestra yeah it was good you, it was good and then and then you fucked up <laughs> then you fucked up your 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 next day uh but i've never seen jaws on the big screen but there is just something so kind of woozy and unsettling about that shot of um that shot of all of the oh shit shark pops up drink oh we've got to drink to that that's a, that's a special that's and it's the a shark um, attack yeah yeah to bruce it's because George, the shark. this oh the air tank the air tank was the thing that made him lose his grip no he didn't Is want that them... <sighs> yeah now this scene the the sound effects he, he's gasping oh, and panting and shit. like okay that that is ri- for, oh my, i don't even know what to express at the moment we're not drinking there's blood there's a shark attack i'm just in too much horror and shock oh good lord look at that shot when he gets dragged under devlin okay and the stillness of that i um when we were talking about taking this film for granted and the idea that you know it was just one of those films these are kind of uh basically shark attack shark attack um blood i guess it's residual hungry for more um but when we talk about these these films a lot of the films that we talk about as a as a group these are films that you have a lot of like residual affection for and, 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 and all that kind of stuff. And look at it tilting in that water. And, and that you take them for granted, but there are certain moments. So I had also taken Jaws for granted. Like mm. when I watched it recently, it was, it was incredible, but I, um, I think uh, um, that the quint, like quint being munched. Oh god! That's why. That's why I remember. There are these little moments from all of these films that you know. Maybe you don't watch them for like twenty years afterwards, but quint getting snacked. That's my takeaway from Jaws. I don't know. I don't think it's representative of the whole film. But from when I was at shark attack, shark pops out. Here, here's the above mass kind of shot I was talking about with Matt earlier. Mm. Like it's kind of I, I can't see that it's a crane. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of blood here. So, but the stabbing looks convincing and. <clears throat> My, my, when I was watching it, I, I was taking my like, wow, I've, uh, Finn, drink, 
Nope. You know, I, I like I'd missed a, almost a trick with this film that my friend Dan Hurst, he um I know he holds this film in real high esteem. And that's why we went to that Birmingham night out and Yeah. Oh get ready to drink. Blow up blood. Smile, you son of a bitch. Do you think Brody's the unlikely hero? Yeah, totally. But is he? Because he's the first kind of character we we meet in the film. So surely he's the like um what what's his Washington says in Tenet? I'm the protagonist. (laughs) Yeah, I I I didn't see Tenet, but I but I will say that that's that's how it's at Bloodfin. I'm sorry, I need to top up. Um, but that's exactly um. That's exactly it. And you know what I, I, I miss about films of this era is the unpredictable idea of a protagonist, I guess. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, the um the the ordinary person in extraordinary circumstances pulling on reserves of 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 uh heroism they didn't know they had. And with, um, and then there are additional characters that you add to he's, it. There's, he's a police there's... chief, and he's come from a big town to a small town. Surely he knows he, he can hold his own metal. He's out of it. Like, I think that it works. I think it works in. I think it really works. <laughs> that's a really good line reading. There is like Quint question yeah. mark. No, that's it's that's it. <laughs> but you've got this. Um, so yeah, you've you've got uh, uh, Brody as the as a potentially when he when he's a New York cop, he's like fuck yeah, okay, the, mm. this guy knows. It works on like a meta level in that um, Roy Scheider is an actor. When I was saying that, like you know, boxer, he's got his cauliflower ears, and he does not. He he just he carries the the self confidence of a guy who has been through an amount of shit before he has got to this point. And I guess that kind of bleeds into this idea of Robert Shaw as an actor, whereby Robert Shaw is, you know, you don't know on, you understand that Roy Scheider is an actor. Mm. You understand that, um, uh, uh, Rich Dreyfus is, is, is an actor. They, they, they're character actors, you know, they, they have, they bring something of themselves to the role. Robert Shaw is the wild card in that, like, it sort of feels like Robert Shaw might be that fucked <laughs> as a guy. What do you mean, might? Um, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, basically. I do like so, the you know, this... frame here, just them in the background yeah. for the, you know, old school credits coming in. Yeah. Filmed in Panavision. That leaves us to say our humble goodbyes to Amity Island for now until we return to this series on Jaws 2 and Jaws 3 here's the swimming with bow-legged women this is Devlin in London signing out 24 hours that's like a week it's Patrick in London and we will see you again next time on the Rewind Movie Podcast
again. Bearing up a tea fork, sipping on juice and gin. Just me and a friend, feeling kind of groovy, working on a movie. Yeah, right. But we did nothing. Absolutely buckets that day. And I'll say, what the hell am I doing drinking in LA at 2050? With my mind on my money, my money. Yeah, right.